Welcome back to JV to the Pros, our very first episode of the 2020 season, and we are so happy to be back from vacation, and we all have some great stories of the Christmas holidays and New Year's, so my partner, Corey Ramsey, I'm Jack Vecchio. Corey, take it away. Hello out there, everybody. You're going to get your JV to the Pros fix. We apologize that we took a little break, but you know... We had to. We earned it. We earned it, right? <laughs> we earned it. But it's okay. We got you. We're here with you. We're here for you. So, I'm here with Paco, the last man standing. The technical genius. Thank you, guys. And I'm here with Robin, with a Y in the nest. Producer extraordinaire. All right. The part is when you sing it. And Jack has already had five cups of coffee already. And two cookies, so he's loaded with sugar. Yes. The funny thing is, I gave blood right before I came to do the show. Wow. So I'm down a pint, okay? All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about the holidays before we get into the nitty-gritty of stuff that we've got, we're going to deal with today. Let's. Let's, talk about, let's talk about our Christmas holidays. Tell us a little bit about what happened to you this Christmas holiday. How were your, how were your holidays? Nice and relaxing. Yes. Family came into town, spent time with them, watched some TV, caught up on Netflix. It was nice. Wait a second. Family came in and you did Netflix and chill? Come on. Yes. Hey? Yes. Uh, what did I tell you before? I don't know what that expression means to you, but what I know what mean? it means to everyone else. What does that mean? Netflix and chill means you got a date. Netflix and chill. Well, I'm a married, unless I'm a married Georgia, man. Unless you're in Georgia, that family coming over at Netflix is not going to work. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, well, you never heard the expression he, Netflix and chill? No. Uh, oh, no, yeah. I have, no, I haven't. You know, All right. So it's moving a on. person's thinking, I'm young, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked that we are digressing already. And it's like been episode in. one of the 2020 in. season and went digress. down and dirty. <laughs> All right. So not to spend a whole lot of time. The holidays were good. Good for you. Listen, anytime family and friends emerge from the new year or emerge into the new year and they're happy and healthy, then it's been a that's success. A good, that's a Absolutely. good, yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, and um, and Robin with a Y, you are obviously right there I on the, on the uh, <laughs> same ride. <laughs> and and Paco, last man standing, tell us about your holidays. I actually had a very nice holiday. So for Christmas Eve, I had my friends over for dinner. My mom made ribs this year, along with uh, string beans, mac and cheese, and uh, we had a lot of. Uh, I think it's so. Uh, it's like a Taylor Buell. So basically, it's like ginger ale with um, with whiskey. And then, you know, throw him like whiskey. I'd like to see him with some whiskey. Oh, you kidding? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a whiskey aficionado. Okay. Uh-oh. we got to bring Fireball to the so show. All right. No, no Fireball. So, all right. So we got that. Robin with a Y. How how was yours? It was lovely. It was very nice. Family I would say town. so it was. The boy was over. <laughs> so Damien, Damien joined you guys? Yes. Right. Oh, good. Yes, I love that he kid. did. I love He's that such kid. a delightful child. He is. Mm. He, you guys, man. And if you could just clone that kid over and over again, you could solve a lot of problems. On January 3rd, he turns 18. The big one. What? what? I know, my so, baby. As we are recording this, he is, what, four hours away from 18? He's actually, let's see, so... He's about. He's already 18, 18 hours in New York, right? That's right. <laughs> away. He was born at three forty-four in the afternoon. 
Oh, so you got a little time. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still, still a, a teenager, you know? This is the time to commit some crimes if he's going to do it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Get off as a minor. Before <laughs> uh, records are sealed, right? No, the kid is like so golden, it's ridiculous to think he would ever... I don't even imagine him jaywalking. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Okay, so um, I got some... I got some... Uh, a Christmas... little Christmas miracle I want to share real quick. Um, uh, I, I know I brought this up before, but I had a falling out with my brother about 12 years ago. And my brother and I reached out to him uh, a couple months ago and now he's an avid listener to the show and we reconciled and he actually traveled down from Vancouver so Richie came out and he met my wife and we all had dinner and and it was like I was nervous because after 12 years there's a lot of water under the bridge and we had a wonderful wonderful time together we laughed and and uh, you know what it's funny we closed the restaurant that's a whole other story the waiter was like uh, yeah you guys so that once they started shutting the lights it was time to go but we had a wonderful time and then as a Christmas Day surprise, um, I had had a falling out. I must be a problem person. I had another falling out with, with my cousin Anthony about six years ago. And Anthony reached out to me and said, enough. You know, you know, he apologized for what had happened. And we got to talking. And now it's like every day we're in communication. He's a listener to the show. He's really excited about what's going on. I can't believe how much I missed out on his life. So yes, two Christmas miracles, That's much fantastic. greater than anything that was under the tree. Although we got to spend Christmas together, my wife and I, as she is here permanently. <laughs> so we had a really nice Christmas and uh, we should post um, I, I'm going to send you the pictures of our tree we have mm. a cute little Charlie Brown tree we decorated mm -hmm. with Joe Namath stuff <laughs> and I love New York jingle bells <laughs> am I noticing a pattern here like Jack Jack having falling out I think we definitely have to get your wife on a wife on and uh, we, we'll bring her on but uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you you know she, I like the ultimate <laughs> Jack falling out story which we're gonna hold off on which we're gonna all hold off on okay. no falling out stories right now yeah all right, all right. so Let's get started on our hot topics and news. Let's go. Let's hot move on. Hot topics and news. Let's cruise. So, anybody here remember Captain America: First Avenger? Remember that yes. movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Back great, in great 2011. Movie. Well, great movie. well, you had a, an actress by the name of Molly Fitzgerald. She's now been charged with second-degree murder. Wow. Apparently, she stabbed her mother to death in Kansas. Well, well, wait a second. I heard she stabbed her mother, but she, she stabbed her mother to death. Stabbed the mother to death. Oh, okay. So why is it second degree, not first degree? Well, wait, oh, no. she starred in Captain, Captain America, right? She was actually, so the scene that she was in was, she was basically a glorified extra. There was a scene, because uh, in the movie, there's like a, like a, like a mall America. Oh, she wasn't a principal character? No, she wasn't. No, okay, so. Oh, okay, yeah. so she was, she was. You know, She's also been a producer and a director, so. She, she has someone, accomplishments. Yeah, so okay. she definely has uh, accomplishments, so. So she's not an, not an atmosphere player. She's not an she's, atmosphere player. She played the, uh, the Stark girl in that, so anybody that's listening, you know, if you want to take a gander at her. Just go into you know, just look up the Stark girl. She was one of the one of the dancers. So she there. is she being held or is she released? She's being held. She's being held on bail. Five hundred thousand on wow. bail right now. Then are you guys wow. you guys follow this superhero stuff more than I do. So what 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 were the circumstances surrounding? What kind of information do you guys have on this? I read the article briefly because now that 
when you put Captain America as the log as the headline right. in the news, yeah. I mean, there's only two words for you: clickbait. So that's how the generation, that's how the story ever got so, out. But there was a similar instance here in San Diego. There was an actor that was in the Forty Old Virgin, and he got charged with murder. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. And he was like a nothing in the sh- right. But they were able to link him to a big hit. Sure, story. and that's and that's what it's all about. And you know, it actually brings me to something. You know, just thinking about this, it brings me to. And I'm going to put this out to the floor to all three of you. What were some of the other Hollywood scandals, you know, things you mean, that got people in an uproar? But what linked, do you remember? Linked to like a famous Shockers. O.J. Yeah. Simpson. O.J. Yeah, Simpson. Simpson was enormous. It was the trial of yeah, the century. Yeah, that might be, that might I be think, the biggest. I think the one that stands out for me, and I didn't watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, okay. but I remember when one of the guys who was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on the TV show mm-hmm. had actually been charged with murder of a couple down in Mexico after they stole their boat. Yeah, and uh, the wife's name was Jackie, and uh, um, I don't know which one, but it was on... They were looking for this guy for a while. He was on America's Most Wanted, and it turned out he did a lot to try to cover his tracks, even getting a notary at gunpoint to notarize paperwork to say that they were somewhere else. And anyway, he's serving life, but uh, he actually threw the couple overboard of their own boat Tying them to the anchor, and their bodies have never been found. Wow! So that guy, you talk about evil. Yeah, he That's wanted that Natalie Wood stuff. Right he here, wanted right? that boat so bad that he got them to sign papers under so the rest. So that's one. Yeah, there's what one. Are, what are some others? Uh, Marvin Gaye's dad. Marvin Gaye's dad. Marvin Gaye to death over insurance. Nineteen eighty-four. And what else you got? Gosh, thirty-five years ago. Yeah, thirty-five years ago. Wow. What else you got? Black Dahlia. Black Dahlia, 19, I, I, uh, 1947. I stayed at the hotel. Elizabeth Short. Really? Okay. So, Black Dahlia. Now, what do you know about the Black Dahlia? The Black Dahlia yeah. murder? Well, yeah. it happened in 1947, I believe. And now most people believe the suspect was, the main suspect was this uh, famous doctor in Los Angeles who moonlighted as an abortionist. There was a show on TNT about it. And... Uh, they never were able to find the murder, but they assumed that it had to be a surgeon because the way that the body was eviscerated and the blood was drained. When they found the body, it was completely devoid of any kind of blood at all. So it had to have been like a surgeon or somebody clearly who knew their way around a scalpel. Right. How about you? What? Some other some other scandals. Well, gee, I can rattle off. You know, I mean, what you had Heath Ledger in two thousand eight. You know, Odin, Whitney Houston being found I in the bathtub in twenty in twenty twelve. I mean, of course, um, something Bill Cosby yes. recently, Harvey Weinstein recently. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I actually, okay, okay I yeah, but you know, you go, you go two degrees of separation on somebody who has committed a crime, and because they worked on a famous project in the periphery, basically, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they are eternally linked to whatever that show is. I yeah. mean, you know. When the girl who starred in My Sister Sam was shot to death at her condo? Yes. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the show was barely on the air. Mm-hmm. And then this nut job goes and shoots her to death. Right. And all of a sudden, it's this horrible tragedy because, you know, the, we, we've lost out on all this entertainment. But the truth of the matter is it was a horrible tragedy because it was unnecessary and it was a mentally deranged person who, well, sure. who got their hands on a gun. I got one for you. What about the, 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 the teenage uh, daughter from Poltergeist? Remember? Oh, yes. What was that's a good one, Dana. What's the, the, uh, uh, 
Was Dana Woods, she was on um, Howard Stern right before. No, um, Howard Stern. Right, and then that Monday she died. Like right, she was on a Friday, and then that Monday after she was on the show, um, yeah, she died. And you, you talk about a um, you know radio have, business being. Yeah, the little blonde-haired girl, right? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Dana, work. Dana, what's her name? Um, what, what, what was her name? Um, God, those. Yeah, she was on. Yeah, that, and that was that was. All of a sudden, the radio industry being as brutal as it is, competing radio stations to Howard Stern, who was killing them in the ratings, mm-hmm. started putting up billboards saying, come appear on our show. We don't kill our guests. Oh, like, as if Howard Stern killed this one. I have Heather O'Rourke. No, no, no so, Dana. No, no, her, no you, you guys are all off. It's Dominique Dune. And Howard Stern wasn't even around in 82 or when that movie came out. Well, first of all, Howard Stern was around in 82. Well, he wasn't first national. Of all. No. But, um, guys, but no. You guys are really yeah, picking. Really, really well, picking. Up picking. Yeah. No, <laughs> but here's the thing. Stay on topic. But here's the thing. Yes, we're going to stay on topic. We're going to record. Is it Dana something from Different Strokes? Is that the girl? She was on a no, TV show. Oh my show. goodness, no. Thanks. Oh, now we got sidetracked here. <laughs> <laughs> oh now goodness. I'm trying to remember who she was. Here's here's the thing. Now we're we're gonna we're gonna erase some of this. But here's the thing. If you are gonna bring my recommendation is this. If you're gonna bring something up, then know the person's name. Don't bring it up and say, Well, oh god, who was that person? Who was that person and, spend 10 minutes and then spend ten minutes we're, trying to figure we're it out? We're winging it. Yeah, but I mean Okay, um so this if one you I know pulled. Comedian Phil Hartman. That was a huge scandal when he was shot and killed when he was by asleep. his wife. Yes. Yep. yep. And she Who also killed her, out and, and she killed also herself. killed herself. Right. Yes. Or yeah. uh, the Menendez brothers. They're actually locked up down here. Yeah, yes. they're right here in San Diego. We can go visit oh, yeah. them anytime. Yeah, at Donovan. <laughs> let's, let's do a, <laughs> yeah. We should do a field trip. Field yeah. trip. You know, you know what they share the same block with? With Sirhan Sirhan and I think Tex Watson. Or they let them go already? Uh, you read the book, right, Corey? Mm-hmm. Is, is, uh, no, Tex Watson is still in prison. He's, so he's probably down here at Donovan then. So I told he's at Donovan. No, they moved. They moved. Donovan, they, Donovan has death. Has, has people on death row. No, they don't have. Right? But it's not it's high security Quentin. though. Huh? It's not you a high security. Devolve, no, it's a minimum just, security. It just it doesn't matter. Okay. My goodness, it doesn't matter. Are there any other ones that you guys can think of? Well, wait a second. You don't have to go in the details. You know, it was a tragedy, and it's not necessarily like a scandal, but um, John Ritter. That was an absolute tragedy when tragedy when he died. Yeah. yeah, and that was a medical malpractice suit that was settled yeah. for about really? fourteen I thought million. Really, it was just a stroke. When he no, died no, the doctor screwed up. Joan Rivers. There's another one that was mal- medical malpractice, right. and she shouldn't have died. Although she was like oh, ninety ow, at the ow, time. Ow, ow, ow. I'll give you one that occurred back in the uh, you know the so-called golden era of Hollywood. An actor by the name of Fatty Arbuckle. Oh, that is great. so funny you bring that up. Yes. Karen and I were just on the on the motorcycle riding down to see the last sunset of the decade in Sunset Cliffs, and we went by Fatty Arbuckle's place, and I mean, he was the original trial of the century. Yes. Three trials in which it was a hung jury three times, and his career was over. It was the, he has a flamingo pink place right there on the edge of Sunset Cliffs, and I pointed it out to Karen. I said, there. I said that's Fatty Arbuckle's place. And for those that are wondering just what the heck I'm talking about, uh, Fatty Arbuckle raped an actress by the name of Virginia Rappi. Allegedly. Ale- allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I mean, three trials, nobody okay. can Okay, allegedly in 1921, decide. but right. the actress just happened to uh, die three weeks after uh, the occurrence. Alleged occurrence, uh, yes, yeah, right, the right. alleged occurrence. Right, and so they tried the him three different times. And finally, did she die of? Do we know? I believe her spleen or something was ruptured. 
given because Fatty Arbuckle was just that. Oh, he was a big man. Good grief. Yeah, was a big guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fatty Arbuckle was a big celebrity whose career was over. I mean, Hollywood ran from him because they, there was a lot of evidence and they just couldn't get 12 people in a row to agree one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And it was a hung jury three times and that's the end of it. They didn't try it again. Mm-hmm. That was the end of it. But yeah, yeah Fatty Arbuckle. That's, Fatty, that, that's, Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle, you want more? That's of, an original scandal. Golden Age? You want more Golden Age? I'll, I'll give you... Wait, 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 wait. I got Errol, one. I got I'll give one. you Errol Flynn. You know, was he involved uh, in murder? Uh, statutory rape oh, of two yeah. uh, of yeah. two girls. And and when you go on the studio lots, like I started working on the studio lots in eighty, and they still had stories about Earl Flynn, and and he was just promiscuous. I mean, he had no boundaries about him apparently at all. I mean, there was no limit where he he didn't know where the line was, and and that that's and you know what, and the the media. And the fans, the public, fed into it. Oh, sure. He was he was the swashbuckler. All the open and everybody all the open everybody secrets. loves Zorro right there. Yeah. You know? Um I got one, Judy Garland. Oh, Judy Garland. Judy Garland, yes. who, who was just like the back end of her career was she was abused by representatives and agents, and I I I saw a special on her on Showtime that they did about her life. And her husband couldn't figure out why she was having so many clothes delivered to her house. And then he found out that she was having the clothes delivered because she was having the tailors sew the pills into the lining. And he found hundreds of thousands of pills that were showing up in boxes. He found, once he realized what she was doing, she was having the pills shipped to her house in bulk. And so she ended up being abused to the point where she signed a deal to go back on the air against um uh hang on my fate one of my favorite um one of my favorite guys of the of and the you're pointing at me i'm pointing at you because he's part of the rap back d martin oh yeah and and so he goes on the air she goes on the air opposite the the d martin show uh-huh. and her show is doing fine and it's discovered that her managers arranged the contract so they got 90 percent, and she got the 10 percent agent fee so she was working for agents. So Judy Garland is, no, she is Judy, Judy Garland big time. big time. So Judy she, Judy she Garland for those broke. out there, do you know who do you know who Judy Garland is? People so what was, or was? The, what was well Liza Minnelli, Minnelli's mom. Yes. Oh, but what was the uh, tragedy? I mean, what was the scandal? Well, because Just people people her kept lining? her working. And by keeping her working, they kept giving her speed and kept giving her uppers and downers, get her to sleep, get her awake. She actually showed up for a live performance once and couldn't stand up. And they pumped her full of narcotics to get her up for the show, and she killed it. And then they gave her some pills to knock her down and get her to sleep at the end of the show. They were treating her like like a a machine. Well, you know, you could do a lot back then. Sister-daughter relationship. Yeah. Well, um, Garland. No, actually, it's going to be Debbie Reynolds and uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. So yeah. when those two died, they were like back to back. Yeah, they died within 24 hours of each other. Oh, my right? God. But what was really. Hours, yeah. But it's fascinating because, Jack, you've been around, said, you've been around Hollywood since 80, so you must have seen all kinds of stuff. But I was reading, and there was some stuff that was recently disclosed, but she had a lot of the same problems that, you know, uh, said person you just mentioned. She had uh, substance abuse pro- substance abuse problems. Carrie Fisher. Yes. Yeah. Well, for example, her autopsy showed she had loads of cocaine in her system. Oh yeah. So loads it, of cocaine. In and her it, you know, uh, funny. Uh, this is a crazy one for you guys. She actually almost died and during production of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I heard about that. So and actually, yeah. it was George Lucas who had to pay the hospital in a donation to keep it quiet. Right. Yeah, I heard about that because she almost died during the sequel. 
Yeah. All right. So. Hollywood's loaded. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood's we can, we can, loaded. Yeah. We can go on and on and on, right? Tragedies, tragedies. Okay. So let's let's move along and we'll go back to that because that's actually kind of fun stuff. And um, we got something coming up in a few months. We'll get a chance to hit Hollywood hard. So we'll we'll be back. The listeners will get a chance to enjoy some Hollywood talk a little later. For sure. So moving on. Move on. So how about this new FDA now that they've ordered the nutrition labels? Now you're going to have, you know, what you get per what you get per serving. And now they've ordered what you get if you consume the entire package or the entire thing. That if you do it all at once, if you do it all at once. And you know why that is? Because because just as an example, like Mm -hmm. Cheerios used to have Cheerios. Part of a healthy breakfast. Right. Meanwhile, they would have like bacon and eggs and everything. Right. Well, the that Cheerios, was the 70s. But the Cheerios was not the healthy yeah. part of the breakfast. But that was the, that was the 70s. That's long, that commercial has long since been taken off the air. But right. the real reason why is that we have 40% of the country that's obese. And by 2027, we'll have 50% of America obese. Right. And we will have more than 9% dangerously obese by 2027 because people are doing less and less and less Mm -hmm. and eating more and more and more. I mean, one of the examples I I brought up to you a while back is like Manhattan is big tourist neighborhood. Yes. But there are so many restaurants in Manhattan that you literally could eat three meals a day, every day for 54 years and never eat in the same restaurant twice in Manhattan. You can go 54 years, three meals a day, and never eat in the same restaurant. <laughs> so here's the thing I'll throw out to the floor here, you know, because they're looking at the, you know, obesity. What state, take a guess here for all of you, just a guess, what would you say is the unhealthiest state and the healthiest state? Hmm. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to actually be even more specific. I'm going to say Houston is the healthiest spot in the country. Well, give me the state. Okay, I'm going to say... The I'm going to say... The floor is, well, is if, the it's a, if it's a whole state... I didn't ask city. Okay, okay. Say Texas. Texas. No, no, because if I say Texas, I know Dallas isn't on that You list. knew Jack would complicate uh, yeah, this. Exactly. I, I I'm going to say Alabama. Okay, so... I'm going to say Alabama. Alabama is the healthiest or the unhealthiest state in okay, the country. Okay, and what do you say is the healthiest? Oh, I'm going to say California. California. All right. I wouldn't agree. California, healthiest, I wouldn't agree. It's got to be that of Washington. So you I was going to say, yeah, Washington State. Washington is pretty healthy, too. So what, So you say Washington is the healthiest? I'm going to say Washington State, yes. Washington, yes, and the unhealthiest. Um, I would agree with my uh, partner over here as Texas, yeah. Okay. Well, I went with Alabama, but thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> well, you, because you said Houston originally. Robin yeah. with a Y? Robin. I'm going to say West Virginia is the unhealthiest. Ooh, and I'm going to one. say West Maine Virginia. is the healthiest. Really? Yes. Really? That's a lot of I butter. You, you need not. butter for that locker. No, no, In 2019. There's wealthy people up there. 2019, the healthiest, Hawaii. Oh, I didn't even think of Hawaii. Wait a Unhealthiest. Second. Unhealthiest. Healthiest was Hawaii? Yes, Hawaii. Unhealthiest, Louisiana. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. that's not a surprise. Close enough. Followed closely by Mississippi. I was way off in Alabama. No, no, you weren't too far off. <laughs> I'm in the neighborhood right there. California <laughs> came in at uh, number 12 as healthy? far as being the healthiest. Really? Yes. And did you have any idea with Washington? Because when he who's said the runner Washington. runner up for healthiest? Yeah, who's the runner up? Don't have all that. I Didn't can't believe Hawaii that. would be considered the healthiest because when I was in Hawaii, I noticed a very 
large predominance of people that didn't seem like they took very good care of themselves, <laughs> nor did it seem like they cared. All right. So <laughs> now, Hawaii, so now, right, we've, so now we've eliminated oh, possibly yeah, doing anything. Yeah. We've, el- we've eliminated possibly doing anything in Hawaii now. Yeah, Hawaii's out. You know, right. uh, this is my yeah, wife. Yeah, they won't welcome us there. My wife so, still wants to go. So really, so, I mean, that's really the bottom line of why the FDA is doing this because of, you know, all of the problems. I mean, you know, diabetes. I mean, here's the thing about type 2 diabetes, that one in three in the population are pre-diabetic. And that is attributed to their diet. Well, wait a second. Wouldn't that make everyone that's not diabetic pre-diabetic? No, one in three. <laughs> one in three. You can't fool me. <laughs> yeah. wasting, wasting your you time. You knew I was going so you yeah. were like, I'm not going to let you But one it. in three, is that not is that not scary? Here's Robin with a Y, what do you got? Minnesota is the seventh healthiest state. Yeah, I believe that. State. I'm yeah. surprised. No, no, Minnesota. Minnesota is a healthy spot. Yes, number six. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. out from Connecticut. We're not going to read all 50. No, I'm not. I just did the top one. Um, Massachusetts. Right. I can so guarantee I you New York's down at the bottom of that thing. Just stress alone. Hawaii's number four on this list. Ah, four. No, that makes more sense. No, they have it as number surfing. one. New Jersey's We're going to have to erase all of this now. It's okay. Why? New York is number two. For healthiest? I kid you not. I sure do she kid you not. <laughs> and number one is healthiest. What is number one? Top healthiest? 10 healthiest states. Who's number May one? May 20th, 19, uh, 2019. Who's number one? California. Jack. That is a crazy it. list. Jack killed it. Yeah, I got mine, yeah, I I got mine straight from CNN. Oh, wait article. a second. You didn't start there. This is US CNN. Report. Yeah. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yeah, this is what this news. article. This is what this article is. Not in our house. It does, CNN FDA. doesn't count in our house. Yeah. <laughs> this is fake news. Oh my god. Are you a Republican? We have no. just. We have digressed. You shall not pass. Oh my goodness. No. I was just watching that yesterday. Oh my goodness. Well, what is that? Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, I thought it was forgetting. Let you guys go. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Fellowship of the Ring. Let's, let's go right ahead. Go, back. Okay, go so right ahead. I'm checking out. Seriously. I'll check it out. All right, let's, let's go. go right ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's get back to on track. So commercial break. Yeah, we talked about commercial break. All right, so we're gonna cut for a minute, and we're gonna go listen to one of our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a minute. See you soon. SoCal Hemp Co. There's a good reason why CBD oils are all the healing rage. CBD oils relieve pain and soreness in joints, lower back, and soft tissues naturally. SoCal Hemco provides ultimate quality CBD oils for all your pain relief needs. Natural solutions for pain relief are the intelligent, logical solution for a better quality of life. Opioids have been exposed as a life-threatening form of pain management. CBD oils have been proven to ease and relieve pain, stiffness, soreness, and aches all over your body with a completely natural approach that has been proven to work and work well. Go to SoCalHempCo and put it in the promo code JV to the pros and receive 10% off all orders of $25 or more. Remember, use the promo code JV to the pros and get your CBD oils for relief of pain and injuries from arthritis, age, or anything else that may be causing you discomfort. CBD oils at SoCal Hempco is your path to becoming pain-free. Welcome back to JV to the pros. 
And we're going to continue on. Corey Ramsey, you're going to take it from here. Let's run with it. I'm going to run with it right to science and technology because the truth is alien. Now, you know what? Now that we're in 2020, I wanted to start talking about some of the strange and unexplained things, unexplained mysteries throughout the world and throughout history. So I thought I would start with that little thing called Croatoan. Oh, yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? You oh, guys I ever heard of that? What talking about. Absolutely. What am I talking about, Paco? What is that? So, uh, Croatoan refers to the Roanoke Colony. So, before Jamestown. So, you better pull out your history books here, boys and girls. <laughs> you got books. Yeah. Pull out your tablets. Uh, or uh, your little big old piece of rock so you could write on Jack in your case. Will you get to it, please? <laughs> yes. So, there was a colony off the coast of Virginia on an island of Ro- called Roanoke. And essentially, they left the col- the colonists there, and the ships went back to England for more supplies. They came back six or seven odd months later. They found that the colony or the settlement completely devoid of life. It was completely deserted, and they couldn't find anything. And the only th- uh, evidence or kind of hint as to what had happened was there was a uh, tree, and the word Croatoan was written on it. Now, a lot of people like to attribute it to just uh, a... Uh, maybe the colony fell to disease or cannibalism or uh, a local Indian tribe uh, mur- massacred everybody there, but they still haven't figured it out to this day. There are theories, but no one's ever gotten anything solid. Now, Corey, can you clarify? So here's the thing with that, uh, the piggyback on what you said about the colony. So, you know, they arrived, the first settlement arrived in late 1500s. This is before Jamestown, right? That's correct, before Jamestown. So the first settlers were there, but they returned because there was a shortage of food and also they were being attacked by the native population. So then the second settlement arrived in 1587 and they settled 115 people. Now, John White, who was the leader of that colony, he went back to England to get more supplies. When he returned in 1590... He found no trace of the colony. Really? Like, like no evidence that people had even been there? No they, they evidence of a struggle. Something. No evidence of a struggle. Just everything was left. The people had vanished. Wow. Well, I mean, there were, there were Indians here, but when we, when we arrived, when we began settling. I yes, they were. I mean, but America, there was no hint. You know. There was no hint of a struggle, though. Really? So it doesn't look like it was a war or somebody nothing, fought for their nothing, lives. or just empty. I mean, you know, I'm not expecting yes. CSI back then, but I'm saying right. there's, there would have been some blood or something. And there. the word Croatoan was on a post, and then on the tree was the, uh, the letters C-R-O on a tree. And that was it. Now, now this Croatoan, which is interesting, actually shows up in other places. Edgar Allan Poe uh, disappeared before he died, about three days before he died, and on his deathbed, after he returned and then he took ill, he was whispering Croatoan over and over again before he died. Now, now, wait, now he was ill at this time. Yes, so he, he was just, ill. So his mouth was just going. Yes, his mouth was just going. Now, I'll give you a little bit, I'll give you a little bit more about that. Now, purportedly, the word Croatoan was found in Amelia Earhart's journal that it was written in her journal. So what year approximately was that? With Edgar Allan Poe? With Edgar Allan Poe. 1847. Yeah. Okay, and then how did Amelia Earhart? 1937. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, Earhart was around the same time as the Hindenburg. And then you have Ambrose Ambrose Breers. Ambrose Beers. Yeah, yes, he Ambrose Beers. during the Mexican Revolution. Yes, 1888. What's the croton? No, it was found on his bedpost, 1888. Found on his bedpost. So wait a second. The settlers come in, what, in 1609? I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. 1913. That's correct. Okay, so now we have chronology. Okay, so, but, but. The Jamestown settlers come in in 16... Not Jamestown settlers. Right. They come in in 1609. They're not a yeah, part of this. Not a part of and this. And they see nothing of this. Nothing. No idea that anything no, went nothing. wrong. Sir Walter Riley actually uh, financed expeditions to try to find them, and they could never find the settlers. Wow. That is one of the big mysteries. Wow. So, so it's yeah, like a Bermuda Triangle type Bermuda thing. Bermuda Triangle. Flight 19 kind of deal? Yes. What's so, Flight 19? What does that word mean? No one seems to know. Wait a second. What, they, I, what's Flight 19? Before we, what's Take Flight it 19? Away, Paco. Okay, so in 1945, Briefly. there was a squadron. <laughs> there was a squadron of TBFM Avengers. They're dive bombers that in the Navy they used in World War II. They were doing bombing drills off the coast of Florida, and they just went missing. So their last reported sighting was like 100 miles off the coast. And they were never able to find anybody. No plane, no wreckage, no bodies. A whole it, fleet? Uh, about, it was a, a regular well, Off the coast of Florida, isn't that where the Bermuda Triangle is? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, the other thing is, have you guys ever heard of the ship, the Carol A. Deering? You guys heard of that? I've heard of it. Yes, the ship that uh, crashed in 1921. Mm-hmm. So the ship crashed? Crashed yeah. into... Crashed... What do you mean? Re- it wrecked. Where? I mean, Titanic, we know it hit a ice. No, it wrecked. They don't know, and they can't. They never could find the passengers. They found the logbook, and in the logbook, guess what? The last entry. Croton. What did it say? Oh my God! No. Yes. yes. And so they. So wait a second. They found yes. the wreckage of the ship. They found the wreckage of the no, ship. No, no people. No trace. And the croton was on. God. Was in the in the entry. Wow. Now, what is, now what does all this mean? I have no idea. Well, this is Rod Serling missed his opportunity. Yes, mm-hmm. whole season. This is more. Then. You know, this sounds like you've heard of. Uh, this is more paranormal st- circles here, but you ever heard of ley lines? I have not. So usually, I, I have not. Well, I have not. So do your research. Wait, yes. what's ley lines? Uh, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yes. Okay, all right. You guys are gonna have to get me up to speed on all this stuff. Wow. Okay. Wow. That, so there you amazing. so there you have it with that. So speculations. I want to throw out there for you guys. Speculation. Well, of course, Anything? one speculation is it could be aliens. Could be aliens. Mm-hmm. That's what Robin with a Y says. Extraterrestrial contact would be something. Well, there's been a lot of things that have come up missing going through the Bermuda Triangle, but that doesn't mean everything that's gone through the Bermuda Triangle has come up missing. Right. I know there have been cruise ships that have gone right through it and then announced. We made it yes, through. The we made it through. But but things have come up missing with no trace, mm-hmm. and both planes and ships through the Bermuda Triangle have come up missing over the years, and the and there's no explanation for that. So you got to wonder if that's not some sort of vortex. Uh, yeah, well, or or in, sticking with croatonin. Uh, croatonin is, you know, people writing this down. What are they seeing? What are they thinking? What mm-hmm. does this mean? The combination of words, combination of letters. Is it something? Is it something that opens a vortex? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. What is it? What's going on? What's going on with that? Yes. That's the combination. Something. Something to think about out there. Wow. The truth is alien. The truth is alien. (laughs) All of you out there. Woo! We don't know what the truth is, so you will have to decide for yourself. Well, everybody's going to be punching it up on their laptops now. That Wow. That's that's great stuff, man. That is great stuff. 
All right, so let's move on. Robin, what do we got? Next, we are doing author chat. Mm. And today, my question is for Corey. Corey, you're an <gasps> author. Oh, no. I am? <laughs> yeah, yes, you are a very good author. <laughs> so my question for you is, what, if, what have been your biggest influences in choosing your craft, your venture, your hobby of writing? Leave me out of this. Just do it. The other, go with plan B. Jack's so silly you know I could spend hours talking about what influenced me and who influenced me so I will just I'll pare it down and just give you a few names a few names it's okay I can start right out with Richard the great Richard Matheson Hmm. I would say probably had the single biggest influence on me all my writing of short stories, mm-hmm. I really have taken from him. Right. And you've given, uh, paid homage to him at the beginning of your books, too. I have. Yeah. In Tales of the That's Unexpected, awesome. I've dedicated those books to mm-hmm. him. Yes. He has taught me a lot. I've never met the man. I have, I'm happy to say that I have shared some correspondence with his daughter. Oh. Yes. Wow. That must his, daughter, his daughter, Allie, I'm happy to say that I have shared some correspondence with her. But I would say that uh, Richard Matheson, Mr. Matheson, has taught me an awful lot about wow. writing. Nice. And you got to be in touch with his daughter. And that's kind of, that must have been a big thrill. Yes. And, you know, all my years of just, you know, watching things like Twilight Zone, watching things like Night Gallery, Outer Limits, you know, I've learned. And I've learned how to craft a story, you know, a story arc. You know, what are the... What are what is the what are the audience interested in? Right. What are they looking for? And you know, most of the time, I mean, to to quote Jeff Goldblum from Big Chill, most people like thirty-two paragraphs, something they could read during a break of some sort or yes. on their lunch break, something they can just kind of absorb really quickly that takes you on a quick journey and then you're out. Yes. And, that, and that really seems to work fast very food, well. Yeah, it's basically it's drive-through fast food is yeah. what... And and, and, and the and that, playoff of that, fast food, I'll tell you, I learned a lot also from reading comic books. I started reading comics when I was 11, 12, something like that, and I still collect to this day. Comic so books have he, taught me he, a lot. And you know what? I think you're right because... I didn't read a lot of comic books, but I was dedicated to Mad Magazine. I loved okay. Mad Magazine. So I understood how you can go in three pages and go through a nice story of Spy versus Spy or something mm-hmm. like that. And and that actually helped me with my writing too. So I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Because you got to have the framework, you know. <clears throat> so, so many people out there. I want to give a tribute quickly to Alan Moore. I want to... Say, give a shout out to Isaac Asimov, Ray Bradbury, oh, Arthur C. Clarke, Nathaniel Hawthorne, Washington Irving, Lewis Carroll, mm. Catherine Ann Porter. So many. I better stop. Okay. Yeah, well, the band good. is going to play you off soon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Thank you. That that was cool. That was cool. So next in arts and entertainment, I wanted to turn the spotlight on to Jack. Jack hates the spotlight. No, come on, I'm so shy. Just let's get this over with. (laughs) Make a long story short. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 That's right. We are going to actually take some input from the listeners and 
with us here and we're going to turn around and make our decisions on the SAG awards coming up because we're going to utilize my vote for the SAG awards. And then we'll go on to the, when we get the golden globes and we'll do with well, golden globes are, the, are this week, but we're not going to be voting on them, but we will vote on the Academy awards. So we're going to do the SAG awards and the Academy awards. Got it. So nice. you guys, I'm hoping you guys get up to speed on, um, on the movies that are going to be nominated. Oh, there's only one movie I'm voting for. You know what I'm going to say. Oh no! You know the movie. That I know I'm he, for. he you loves know he movie. loves Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> no. oh, man. What? Not a chance. What movie? Once Upon oh, a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Of course. <coughs> That's right. Okay. Yes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And so, so then, um, so we'll we'll work on the SAG Awards then. But right. When do you start? Filming your newest movie. Um, the ninth. So yeah, we're a week out. Oh, oh look at our class. Yeah, we're a week out. Yeah. So this this thing is gonna be is gonna be a breeze. I'll be done by the eleventh. So that's gonna be easy. The ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Right? That's it. Well, that's oh, it. It's cow. it's no. It's I told you that's a small part. The other thing. That's going to be very demanding, and the that's going to be physical. One? Yeah, the controversial mm-hmm. one is, uh, and we will have the director on on the show, and uh, he'll explain where he's coming from. But uh, that sh- that movie is called Neighborhood Watch, and Neighborhood uh, we're Watch. very excited about that. But that that is, um, yeah, fasten your seatbelts on that one, and uh, everybody's going to have to keep in mind that it's acting, mm-hmm. and it and it's meant to convey a message, mm-hmm. and and it's a hard hard message and shines a spotlight on a hard hard topic so get ready for some uh, some serious drama duly noted okay yes all right now next we're going to kind of slide into sports yeah so before we go on any of the topics that we have i wanted to just bring everybody up to speed on the picks from last week okay what was the what was the week's results so What's the final total? No, no. Week's results, then the, the final total. Result, last week's week, result. Corey got eight. You got eight? Jack got ten. Jack killed it. I, now we're tied. Jack and I voted the same way, so we, we I got, got ten. ten also. And on the year, Corey's at 100 flat, and Jack is squeaking up with 89. What did I tell you? I would stay within 15. And we're gonna have to vote on the playoffs. We got we got wild card weekend coming up. Yeah, yeah, we got wild card weekend coming up. We'll see what you think about that. Real so, quick, wait a second. What's so so? I'm chasing eleven on you. What do you what are you gonna? Let's see. Saturday, it's the Bills and the Texans. Who do you have in that game? I have the Texans winning. I have the Bills. I have the Bills also. You have the Bills. Did you yes, already mark it? I did. Okay. And Titans, what's the other game? Next is Titans at Patriots on Saturday also. I have the Titans winning that game. I have the Titans winning that game. I have the Patriots. Oh, Robin with a white might be on her own. Sunday, we got a couple of games on Sunday. Sunday, we got Vikings at Saints. 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 Okay. That was easy. Oh, Saints. That was easy. Yeah. And then Seahawks at Eagles. Seahawks. Seahawks. Eagles! You took the Eagles? I did. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Why? Can I ask? (laughs) I think that they're going to beat the Seahawks. Oh, wow. I, I could see the NFC Championship game being the Seahawks and the Niners. I could, be. I could see it. Okay. Could they, didn't, they, didn't they just play a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but that was regular season. Okay, yeah, now, yeah, it's, yeah. Now, it's, now it's now it's the second season. Uh-huh. It's, it's playoff season. Okay, so we got our picks in for this week, and uh, you and I disagreed on a couple, but there were a couple like the Saints mm. thing we couldn't. Yes. It was undeniable. Okay. One thing so, that's undeniable is the influence now for the late David Stern. 
Wow, no kidding. Yes. Now you talk a man who like he, I mean he lived the life of a king. Yes. At the top of of you know the, one of the biggest leagues in the world. Wasn't he the commissioner? Of he the was the NBA? commissioner okay. for twenty years or something. Yes. But he, but he took the NBA from from checkers to chess. Mm-hmm. I mean he he got lucky with Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and the power of the Celtics and then the power of the Celtics transferred to the power of the Bulls and in a very diluted NBA he got a chance to have nothing but superstars with the Lakers and Magic Johnson and I mean I don't even follow basketball and I was aware of I mean you look at John Stockton and uh, Karl Malone and, and Charles Barkley I mean he, he had nothing but celebrities during his reign at the top of the NBA man well his first the- year his first year which was 1984 being the commissioner he came in and that finals, which is considered the greatest finals, greatest of, all, finals. of all time, was that was the first meeting of the Celtics and the and the and Lakers. Lakers, right? And it went seven, seven, and it went right down to the wire. Oh my god! The Celtics yeah. ended up winning, but it went right down to the wire. Now keep in mind that <laughs> the Lakers had already had been in the finals in the '80s several times, mm. and they had uh, played the Sixers three times in the finals. So this was the Lakers' fourth time overall right. in the finals. Wow. Yeah, um, but the Lakers, the Lakers were an incredible. But I'll tell you what, Celtics, you know that with uh, Parrish and I mean, you just he had so many characters, so many people the fans can relate to. He got so lucky; it was like it was it, it was unbelievable. It was like having Deion Sanders in every position. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing but shining stars, and everybody had their own personality. And they were flooding with Nike commercials, McDonald's commercials. They were all over the TV. It even got to a point where you could bet on the Super Bowl. And if Michael Jordan was playing on the day of the Super Bowl, you can bet whether or not that one of the teams playing in the Super Bowl was going to outscore Michael Jordan yes. that day. <laughs> now, I will give David Stern, you know, I don't give him a lot of credit for falling into, you know... Right place, league. right time. Type yeah, thing. into yeah. the league where you had that the Celtics were, you know, a superpower, the Lakers were a superpower, the Sixers, yeah. the Pistons were on the rise. Where I do give Stern a lot of credit was... He navigated through the 86 draft, NBA draft, which was probably the most controversial and the worst snake-bitten draft that you could think of in sports Why? ever. What was Is that the Len Bias? That's the Len yeah. Bias. Yeah. That's the Len Bias draft. Yeah. But also, not only just that, but you had so many others in the top 10 that were into drugs, mm-hmm. falling out, not doing well, and he was able to navigate through that. Yeah, well, the mid-80s, athletes had no consequences for their behavior. Right. And I'll tell you what, I mean, they played better when they did coke, so they did coke. Yeah. I mean, everything everything meant more money in the bank, but mm-hmm. the problem is they were spending more money than they were getting in the bank on the drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a vicious cycle, and he managed to keep it together. And for that, and, you know, I, I look at it like 77 is not that old. Let's face right. it. In this day and age, right. it's not, it's not that old. I mean, but it's not that old. I mean, the average person mm. lives to eighty-six in America, but but he lives to seventy-seven. But it's a brain aneurysm, right? Yes, oh. or a hemorrhage, a hemorrhage. brain hemorrhage. Jeez. And and I mean, that just shows you, like, no matter what, you could have, the, you could live the life of a king, mm-hmm. and it can happen to anyone. Yes. I mean, all of a sudden, the rug can be pulled out, and that's that's a, a true reflection of how you should live each day, knowing like tomorrow. Any day, any day it could happen. I mean, and just live each day with all you got. So, yeah, yeah, David Stern, amazing. I mean, the way he, and he promoted the league 
And he was also responsible for the WNBA evolving. I mean, it hasn't really evolved anywhere near the NBA, but at least it's filling stadiums and stuff, and it's got a following. You it's know? got a following. I don't know if it's filling stadiums. I wouldn't well, quite go I mean, that far. I'm doubtful about well, that. Well, the, the NBA will never be the NBA. <laughs> right. But the fact is they have a product similar to, like, the girls in League of Their Own. Yeah, it's sure. female baseball. It's not nearly as interesting to most people. Yeah. But people were going to see it. At least it carried itself. It, it paid its own rent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, that's... All the players All the players have their relatives coming to see them. So absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding out there for those that like the WNBA. It's fine. For both of you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Jack. All two. It's, it's, it's fine. Oh. So, you know, a couple other things in sports. So... You know, I'm always one to let news percolate for a little while. And so nothing was found in that so-called Patriots filming. What a scandal. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. I mean... I mean, I'm surprised they're letting them play this. I mean, you know? much ado about nothing. You know, I and I thought... Another I thought, Shakespeare <laughs> play. He could have written this. This would be Much Ado About Nothing, part two. Much Ado About Nothing, yeah. yeah or and part we both two. looked at that footage and, and we were like, okay, yeah, that, was, just that was a very underwhelming moment when you see what they were filming. But like you and everybody else <laughs> jumping on that and, and thought, oh my goodness, oh, the Patriots are doing it again. I the was cheaters. so happy. I know. I was so happy cheaters. they finally got those right. Yes, <laughs> I know. So we'll see. They haven't found anything yet, so they're going to purportedly they're going to wrap up their investigation by the end of this week. By the end you of know? this week? Yeah, and I suspect that the Patriots will get some sort of like you know slap Smack on the wrist, a fine, two hundred thousand, you know, which is tip money change. for a podcast. Yes. Can, yeah. can of corn, can of corn, yeah. absolutely. Okay. And then you have uh, what? You have all these coaching changes coming up in right. the NFL. Oh, well, um, exciting. Ron Rivera has been signed to with Washington, right? Yes, with the Redskins. Right, and um, who went as the defensive coordinator? Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. So they're going to Washington now. Consistently, almost everybody that goes to Washington, it's Siberia. Right. Like you go there and you work with um, with um, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder, Danny Snyder, because mm-hmm. Danny is uh, not tall enough mm-hmm. to be on most of the rides at Disneyland. But Dan Snyder is a billionaire who overpaid for them, and he keeps trying to buy his way through a championship. He's not. Gonna... Now there's a hot take: an owner who's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Only Jack could give you that hot. Yeah, take. but I mean, he, he overpaid for the team by two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. It wasn't even like he over he overbid the heck out of it because he just wanted the team. Well, it was worth rich. a lot back at the time. Back in the it day. Was you 650, he paid 897. Yeah, oh. I mean, <laughs> he, look, I pay it. Well, if you had, if it, I had it, I'd know, pay it. Well, he did. I'd over, I'd overpay. He did, but he has been trying for the longest time to find the formula to getting it together. Ron Rivera is a good choice. Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator, good choice. I like both those choices, but there seems to be something. There just seems to be something poisoned. About the Redskins, there no, be, seems to be something. Nothing, ever since something. Snyder got a hold, it's of just it. the it's just the owner. If you want to look at right. a successful it's, franchise, you look at the owner, coach, quarterback. But you really look at simple. every coach that's been there, and it's like their careers have just stalled okay. after that. Like all of a sudden, it's like somebody hit the air brakes. So I I I, I think the problem is the owner. But can you look at can, but look at the dynasties, owner, coach, quarterback, right? 49ers, what did you have? Yeah, DeBartolo, Walsh, and DeBartolo, Walsh right. Montana. Right. Young. Yes. And one, yes, one and B. young. <laughs> yeah, one and one B. Right. So, I, yeah, I agree with you completely. I think it starts at the owner, and I think it's part of the reason the Chargers have never won a championship. I think the Spanos family 
have have that um, issue about the way they manage things and the way they look at things and the way they look at themselves. I suppose they don't look at themselves as equals. They look at themselves as elite. Mm-hmm. And they're not elite. They haven't ever won anything. And you, you have a quarterback Ravens. who's a turnover machine. And the, well, I'll tell He's you why. Bad. You know, I was going to talk to you He's about that. We've been calling Jameis Winston a turnover machine, right? I didn't know he he threw for almost 5,000 yards this year. Yes, but he's in the 30-30 club. He's, he's in the 30-30 club. I love that you know that. Yes, exclusive. <laughs> tell, tell the listeners what that is. He's the first quarterback <laughs> in history to throw for 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. In That's the same impressive. season. Nice. Yes. In the same thing, a hundred years they've been doing this, and and you got Ryan Leaf in that. You got um, you got uh, who's the Jets quarterback? <laughs> well, any Jets quarterback. Any Jets pick quarterback. one. <laughs> I mean, pick one. He was the backup quarterback to Philip Rivers for a little while. He played with the Giants, and, but it was a bunch of bad quarterbacks. There's Couch. There was, I mean, all these quarterbacks have never done 30-30, and Jameis Winston does 30-30 and still throws for five thousand yards. Now, do you get rid of him? He threw over 5,000 yards. Yes. Oh, you get rid of him. Yes. See, and I'm Tampa Bay, he needs needs a change of scenery. You can get the interception thing under control if you can throw Uh, 5,000 yards. Bruce Arians has a great offensive mind. Yes. No. He's the Mike Marks of the modern day. No, I I would move on. You would move on and let him find another team. Now, now speaking of finding another team, Rivers gave his um, swan song speech after the game. What's that? Uh, he was swan song. This means he realizes they're not going to take him back, and he's not going to be in a Charger uniform. And they were asking him where he wanted to play, and he said his next start will be his 225th consecutive start. He would like to make that start, even if it's in another uniform. He said this at the press conference. He realizes his days as a Charger are over. You know, it's going to be really interesting with this and Brady and where Brady goes next. Could it be with Carson City? Could he leave New England and go to Carson City? Oh, good Lord. This rumor? I've been possible. hearing this all over the news. You are, you are absolutely, I will, I will bet dollars to donuts. Brady does not put on another uniform ever. Even if he goes to a, a, you know, a, a subversive role as, as a backup on the Patriots, he realizes his time has come and gone, let the next guy step in. He'll hold a clipboard. Well, his if you need is, me, I'll come his in. Time is but he's not gone. He's not taking off his Patriots uniform. Okay, we'll see. I mean, he is synonymous. He's more synonymous with the Patriots than Montana was with the Niners. To Agre- me. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, totally. it, however, the greatest players in history have changed uniforms. Yeah, Namath, Namath went to the Rams. I wouldn't ha- I would hardly put him I knew in that there was the greatest. You. <laughs> but I mean, look, Michael Jordan, we saw him in a Wizards uniform. Right. Right. I mean, Will Chamberlain left Philadelphia to play uh, with the Lakers. Now, does Jordan own the Wizards now? No. No, he owns Charlotte. Right. Charlotte. <laughs> but he did put on another uniform. I mean, Peyton Manning left. I mean, the list is endless of these uh, players. Well, Peyton Manning left in the wake of a neck injury, you know, which was much worse than what Drew Brees had. Sure. And they were not sure he'd be able to take any more shots to the head. But then he goes to Denver and all they do is shore up the offensive line. They only draft offensive linemen, protect this man at all costs. <laughs> and then he wins the Super Bowl there. So, so now, now here's the other guy I want to ask you about. Um, speaking of Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, they gave him a big thank you. He yeah, will done. not be back. Yeah, he's done. But he said he wants to play two more seasons. Oh, no one's no one's done. You know, and well, I How think I think Eli is 36, right? 37? 
Yeah. He's 14, 15 years in. But he says, I thought he played fine the couple of games he came in and played. I thought he played fine. The one game was a close game. He lost. Um, I'm going to give you a quick analysis, the reason why it's not going to happen for him, because the league is going to slightly more mobile quarterbacks. Now, I'm not talking Lamar Jackson because, I mean, he's an outlier. have never seen anything. Right, he's an outlier. Well, I disagree with that because I'll say Randall Cunningham and Michael Vick. But pushing that that aside... We've seen similar. Yeah, pushing that aside, I'm saying that nowadays with when you can't practice a whole lot, so that means the offensive line, they don't have the cohesiveness that they would normally have. So that means, hey, listen, your line line play isn't going to be as good as it normally would be. So that means the quarterback has to be able to move a little bit. You don't think Manning. in this league somebody's going to say, Eli, we could use no, you. We no. could use you. Manning, Rivers, Brady. I mean, really important. My prediction is Rivers starts for another team this, this upcoming season. Rivers is signed with another team. I don't, think Rivers, I don't think Rivers is going to replace Baker Mayfield. Okay. Yeah, you have a real desperate. Maybe you have an incredibly desperate team. I'm like thinking Jaguars. You know who I'm thinking? No, I'm thinking Detroit. No. Yes. Matt Stafford you makes too I'm much thinking. money. He makes too much guaranteed money. <laughs> yeah, but too his guaranteed, guaranteed money, money is out this year. He's done with guaranteed money. They can cut him. And they're saying they're not going to cut him. I think him. Rivers goes to Detroit. They're not cutting him. And they have, Where else like would he go? Kids. You know, you're not going to turn around and go to Arizona. You're just He's seven years younger. They're not going to cut him for another guy that's going to be 39. I don't see it. You don't see it? No. So you I don't think Rivers it. is done in this league? Yeah, I think he's done. Maybe okay. he's a maybe he's a backup. My prediction is he starts for somebody okay. this upcoming season. I'm just gonna. I'll grant you maybe he'll it. start. I'll grant. Here's the thing. I'll grant you he might start. He will not finish. I won't bet you a lunch because you never collect. But I'll right. say that's yeah, my. I know. That's my <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. You got three coming. Yeah, I've got three coming. Oh, and other thing, while we're talking about sports and yeah. stats and everything, do I want to tell you about a running back? Who made history this year? Wait, wait. Is it Christian McCaffrey? It is Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I was for the, kidding. For those that are listening out there to my two uh, uninformed uh, partners here, you had Christian McCaffrey, a thousand yards receiving and a thousand yards rushing. rushing. Yeah. As yeah. a quarterback? As, no, a, no, running no, as a running back. Oh. Thousand yards receiving, thousand yards. And, 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 and his yards of scrimmage was third all time wow. in the history of running backs. Now is now the funny footnote is when he crossed the thousand yards rushing, they kind of made a little deal about it. And then his next run, he lost two yards. Aww. And so he was under. So then he had to go back and get him. Oh, so they don't just like keep <laughs> it going. Like, they just if you yeah, lose yards, did. you deduct. Oh. So he got a thousand and one and then he lost two and he was at nine ninety-nine. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, clearly I'm gonna tell you if it was not for Lamar Jackson, this guy would be up for offensive player of the league. Uh, yeah, he'd be I top love ten. Lamar Jackson. He'd be, he'd be, oh, he's top ten already. But I'm be, saying he'd be in the he'd be in the conversation of the top ten. No, he'd be MVP. in a conversation of, no, he'd be in a conversation of an offensive player. Of now the, you see, of the year. I, I think Derrick Henry. I think he would be more of the MVP than Christian McCaffrey. I, I think McCaffrey's a better player. <laughs> because you think McCaffrey's uh, a better player than yes, Derrick Henry. Yes, I do, because Henry is a straight line runner and he's a bull. McCaffrey is shifty. He can come out of the back, uh, backfield and act as a wide receiver. 
as a That's slot true. receiver. Yeah, yeah. He's he a better for a swing pass. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. he's a better player. I mean, I know you two like, I know you like to tease me and Robin likes to laugh, but what I'm saying is, is that, <laughs> no, he's laugh. a tremendous, he's a tremendous ball player. He's a tremendous they're both player. They're both tremendous ball players, let's face it, okay? Yeah. They're, they're both tremendous You know what? I love But I you're right. Like... One guy is Jerome Bettis type. He just kind of barrels through Yes, the and other. he finally got, um, finally averaged over four yards per carry because usually he's in the threes. He's a plotter. Okay, so for no. the record, I love Jerome Bettis when he played oh, yeah, Bush. But, but let favorite. me put things in perspective here. One of the greatest running backs ever, okay, Jim Brown, right? Okay, he averages five yards a carry for his entire career. One of, probably the right. greatest. Maybe right. the greatest football player of all time. Probably. Who? I mean, yeah. Jim know, Brown. Jim Brown, oh yeah. And that's yeah. definitely another right. conversation. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, he played at a time when he was just so much better than everybody else, nobody was comparable. He just no, and they weren't blocking for the man. Either. Right, and they didn't have they didn't have the knowledge to to, to mean, figure out defenses around him. He just took advantage of all that. But he averaged five yards a carry for his entire career. So I mean, you talk about you talk about uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, or or Derrick Henry averaging four yards or three yards. I'm like, it's hard to get three or four yards. I'm tell you what, if it's fourth and four, they punt. I mean, I mean, four yards is tough to get. I mean, that's twelve feet you're not going to get on a good defense. Those guys are built like my blazer, yeah. you know. So, so four yards is not is not anything to scoff at. You got guys averaging. No, I'm one, saying I'm glad that he finally got to four yards a carry, but I, I do not think he's as good as McCaffrey. I don't. <laughs> not about sums it up. <laughs> I love that. Not about sums it up, but I guess we're about out of time, aren't yeah. we? Yes. Yeah, we're about out of time, and um, we're going to be wrapping up our very first episode of the 2020 season. <laughs> JB to the Pros is going to be signing off, but we're going to see you again next week. I'm Jack Vecchio with Corey Ramsey. Corey Ramsey here, signing off with Paco Last Man Standing. Technical genius! And Robin with a Y in the nest. Producer extraordinaire! <laughs> See ya. Bye. What do you want to be? Bye.